This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Java Chapman filling in for... Our fearless radio leader, Jason Klein. I'm here with Pam Pivas, Ashy Certified, Inspector at Inspector Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks, if you can believe it. Fourth of July is coming up in a couple days, and it's a great big celebration. When the last time you cleaned your grill, and I mean really cleaned it, that black char is not considered extra flavoring. So let's um, talk about that a little bit today. Also, we're going to talk about ways to stay cool, even though the temperatures have taken a, a nice little dive. I don't think it's 100 degrees outside today. No, it's today. awesome out there right now. <laughs> yeah, it's the not, last couple of yeah, days have been nice. Bad. Yeah, I saw some uh, some workers out on the street, um, you know, some um, – public service guys, and it was only like one water jug out there. And I was like, okay. I was like, okay. We, 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 it's, it's, it's bearable outside. <laughs> so if you want to join today's conversation, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. Or you can send us an email to fixit101 at org. Uh, yeah, Jason is not here, but I have a little little project that I did um, over the past couple of days. But uh, Pam, Jeff, how are you guys doing today? I'm good. I can't wait. You know, you know, Jason's out there on vacation doing some type of a project. I, I, I envision <laughs> Jason as the guy who has like the little tiny can of WD-40. And it's just like, oh, this is yeah, squeak. Let's, see, let's, let's, let's help that. He let's packs that his drill and his level. Well, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that he can really take some time off and enjoy without trying to to do a project. Well, but that's what he enjoys. Yeah, that's what he enjoys. <laughs> like, wait a minute, why is this squeaky? Yeah. This is not yeah. That's what he wants. Yeah. To, you know, he, this is work for him. Radio's work for him. <laughs> Projects is, that's well, his true. time off. Yeah, true. Yeah, whereas, you know, you and I are like, oh my God, I got to do something. You know, you just don't want to do it. But I tell you, I, um, I want to give a shout out to the baseball boys of Mississippi. Ah, yes, Ole Miss. I mean, and state the year before, we Mississippi owns the College World Series right now. So. And then Pearl River, um, I think it's Pearl River Community College, won the Division Two um, College World Series, the division that they're in. So, yeah, baseball in Mississippi is on a roll. I'm telling you, we are something else. Well, I wanted to talk about the project I did while I was watching those baseball games this weekend. Um, I ended up having to stay at home because um, I have a pet that was injured and so um, who had chewed their staples out. (laughs) Wait, how did he get the staples? Mm. Well, because there was an injury and we had to go to the emergency vet and it's just a whole thing. You know, just a whole, you know, the free cat that's cost me thousands of dollars. (laughs) So I was was staring at my cat and watching a little baseball. And I thought, you know, I need to tackle a project. It's real hard for me. I'm like Jason. It's hard for me just to sit there. So I pulled together and started working on caulking those areas that had had separation uh, subsequent to the last foundation repair Mm. that I had. I waited. Rule of thumb, folks, if you have foundation work done, you want to wait at least 18 months before you start caulking and painting. Give everything a minute to settle in. And so... I had a closet where I had some separation, so I grabbed my caulk gun. I grabbed my backer rod, which is a foam 
type of uh, it's how, how would you describe baccarat? Yeah, gosh, I hadn't heard that term in a minute. In a long uh, time, it's it's a it's a um, cylinder shaped. There you go, cylinder um, shaped foam, 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 and yeah. it comes in a spool. That's right. You, you can get it. Uh, what eighth quarter? Yeah, half, all kinds. And I've one, got every. I just keep it because I live yeah. in an old house, you know. And That's I'm, right, and it's great. Okay, imagine you had a large gap mm-hmm. that you could not fill with caulk because it was simply too, too large. Too large. Put your backer rod in there. Then that will allow you. It gives you a substrate, if you will. That will allow you to caulk. To caulk. Yeah. If you don't do that, the caulk's just going to blob off into the, <laughs> right. you know, into the. I don't know where it goes. It goes somewhere. It goes other somewhere. Than where it goes with the go. lost socks. Is where <laughs> it goes. <right. laughs> it's back there. So every time there was a commercial, I'd throw the cat <laughs> off my lap, <laughs> and, and I'd go right. back because I got a little nervous. You know that that first game was something, but that second game was a little tight there for a while. So I would, every time there was a commercial, I'd throw the cat off, go back. It was in my master closet, and I'd work my backer rod in there, and then the game would come back on, and I'd go back in. And, you know, I've done a lot of projects that way through the years, while football games, or I'm a big sports fan. And so during the commercials, if I don't have a bunch of people over, then I'll tackle a project That's at the smart. house. That's very smart. Yeah, yeah. I've gotten a lot done. I've, I've gotten hinges fixed. And i tell you something a friend of mine told me about. Jeff, tell me what you think about this. She's got, and I wanted to tell you, Java, because you got a passel of kids at home, and you were just talking <laughs> about door hinges this morning. I was. So I had gone over there to um, actually borrow some mouthwash. <laughs> This medicated mouthwash, because I'm having some issues with some sores. And my, anyway, too much information. Now, wait a minute. You went over to the neighbor's. To my friend's house. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I okay. went to my friend's house because she had this medicated something-something, and I got a little uh, bit of that. Okay, gotcha. And while I'm there, she was like, you need to shut the door to the bathroom because I don't want my toilet showing. I want people walking in my house and seeing my toilet. <laughs> I was like, okay. And she said, I bought these self-closing hinges. And I was like, you know what? I never thought about a self-closing hinge on an interior door. But that's a great idea. So I'm going to go over um, in the next week or so and help her put these in. And these are hinges that have a spring load in them. That's right. Yeah, we we, we use them on... um uh, screen doors. Screen doors. Yeah. 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 Well, she got some heavy duty ones, and this is going to go on her half bath door because she doesn't want the half bathroom door open all the time. And I thought, you know, that's a really good idea. So it'll just shut that. And I'll do a little video on putting that hinge on. Um, so, you know, if you've got a door, if you've got kids, and it made me think about when I was in high school. I was a slob, folks. I mean, it was bad. I, I I have grown out of that, but it was horrible. My mom and I used to just argue and argue about how filthy my room was. And finally, she just said, well, just keep the door shut. She just didn't want to see well, it. Man, I, I just that. keep the door I, closed. I've been, I, I've been over to your house. It is, it's very, it's neat as a yeah, pen. Yeah, it is now. I tell you, well, what happened was. So we call that growth. Yeah. Well, it caused, it's called embarrassing because when I went to college, nobody would live with me because I was such a slob. And so I started cleaning up. But it, my mother would have just loved if we had put a self-closing hinge yeah. on that bedroom door. So if you got kids 
and you don't want to have to look at their mess, and you cannot bribe them to clean it up. Just put a self-closing hinge on the door. I'm going to keep that in my back pocket because we have the, uh, you know, we're still in the toddler phase and the under 10 phase. So, yeah, it's a lot. You need the door open. (laughs) But when they get to be teenagers, you want that door shut. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Now, we have uh, Sandra and Kosciuszko, Don and Hernando on the line. But, Jeff, what's what's going on in your world, man? Well, uh, we are um, extremely busy uh, and very, very busy. Lucky, good, blessed, I don't know what to call it, <laughs> but um, uh, we sold one. Sold another house yesterday. Uh, I think we're getting another offer on one today, and um, th- things are, are, are going very well right now. Yeah, every time um, I see on the news, they say, you know, when it comes to real estate and housing and contractors and stuff like that, it's a good time. It's a good time. You know it is. Interest rates are up a little bit, but it's still good. It's still good cheap money. Yeah. You know, now better there, than the 90s. There, there's there's <laughs> a lot of there's a lot of younger um uh, adults that have never seen, you know, 6%, so they're mm-hmm. freaking out a little, but us with a little experience, I'll call it. Uh we we've, we've seen high high interest rates. 6 is not a high interest rate. Yeah, so. I tell you, the, the thing that is discouraging to me is that first-time home buyers have pretty much been priced out. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, the way I look at it, if you if you are in the four hundred thousand dollar price range, you may have to go down to three seventy five. Or this is what Jeff would do: um, purchase the home now, refi in the next couple of years. Yeah, hmm. if you can make that payment. That's but right. You're talking about $300,000 house and I'm talking about somebody needs one about 220. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the well, the 220 is still out there. I don't know where it is. It's not in Madison or Madison County that no, I'm aware of. Uh-uh. So, yeah. those but, little but cabbage anyway, patch hey, houses. There, there, there's 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 always going to be the million dollar buyer. There's always going to be the $200,000 buyer. So that that's that's it's always been like that and always will. Yeah. Yeah, it's on on a sliding scale. But let's um do what we're here to do. Help folks with their home improvement yep. projects and let's talk with uh Sandra and uh Kosciuszko on the line. Good morning, Sandra. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Oh, we're doing we're fine. Good. What's your uh, question this morning? Well, um, um, we have a we bought a Daikin uh, mini split too. We built a new a cabin out in the woods, and this was in um, we moved in in two in, in 2017. Anyway, um, we had these Daikin mini splits put in. Uh, two different units. One has uh, two splits, and then on the other side of the house, there are three splits. Um, and they have worked wonderfully, wonderfully, and they work wonderfully when they work. But um, last year, now this goes back for, for a little bit, in September, first week in September last year, um, it turned a little bit cooler, and we thought, well, let's turn these mini splits off and open the door and get some fresh air. It was a beautiful day. So we did that, and then about, um, I don't know, three or four hours later, it started to warm up, so we uh, I turned one of them on, and it wouldn't come on. And so um, I tried the others, and they just wouldn't come on. They would just blink. I don't know. I guess y'all are familiar with these. 
but um, it then uh, I remembered about the error messages when it blinked, so I got the error message and called the fellow. He had moved from Kosciuszko at that point and started a business in Brandon. So I caught up with him, and um, he said it sounded like the uh, PC board had gone out. Well, he came out, and sure enough, that's what had happened. Now, um, it was a beautiful day. Um, There were no surges, um, but he uh, ordered then, on, on 921, he ordered the PCB board. Well, it didn't come in until December. Right. No surprises there. Everything was back on back order back then. Yeah, 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 your supply. Yes, it was. It was. Now, um, keep in mind, our warranty was scheduled to go out on 2622. Okay, all this happened while it was still in warranty back in September. Well, when he installed that PCB board, um, he turned the system back on, and smoke immediately came out. Roro, it burned up again, along with some other components in there. So he's like, "Oh my gosh!" So he ordered another PCB board, and had a fella come out with him that he orders parts through. Um, came to this, and they made a list of all of the other components that they needed to order. So uh, they had the new PCB board. It's in there, but they, they can't turn it on until they get these other parts. Now, this is my issue. They don't want to warranty it. Who doesn't want a warranty? The the installer the, or the company? No, the, uh, the uh, company. Yeah, the company. Who, who'd you buy it from? Bought it from uh, Eric Kerr. He was here. Okay, okay, got gotcha. you. Okay, he's the one that moved to Brandon. I got you. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, this is this has turned into a legal show now because, um, you know, obviously we're we're not attorneys, but this is what I would do. I would turn to social media, and I would tell my story. Uh, I would also copy the um, the, the the manufacturer of that uh, unit because obviously what you have said it sounds to me like it broke under under warranty under warranty yeah and due to um, things out of all of our control you didn't get the part during that time period so I would I would simply go to social media I would tell my story. And I would copy the uh, the uh, manufacturer and and do a screenshot of that story. So yeah, Sandra, have you actually talked to a rep with the company? I, I actually did. I talked to uh, Dykin Dykin in um, Houston, and uh, the fellow told me that um, uh, that the serviceman needed to get in touch with the regional tech manager. Oh, gosh. (laughs) I think that's code word for we're not paying. Yeah, what they're trying to do, they're trying to to put the blame back on the installer. And so, yeah, that's that's, a... Is this like, this is to 
to me sounds like a common, I guess, maybe practice from the manufacturer. Of- yeah, everybody's trying to find somebody else down the line to pay for the fix yeah, yeah. is mm-hmm. what you're looking for. One of the things that I would search, Sandra, is I love Jeff's idea about getting on social media, but search this to see if it's happening to anybody else. Yeah, that's what I would suggest too, Sandra. Um, what Jeff said is a hundred percent correct. If you don't mind, you know, I guess putting it out there, mm-hmm. then uh, social media is a great place to turn because you'll be surprised on the kind of results that the company doesn't. You know, they will they will try to help you out. You may you find know, other I, people who have the same problem. Hey, I, a customer of mine taught taught me this. We were having some problems getting. It was either gas company. It was somebody. We were having some issues getting what we wanted. And so I called my customer and I said, man, I am I am very frustrated because, you know, I'm tired of talking to the recorders and this and that. And she said, well, let me try something. And, and that's exactly what she did. <laughs> called me back within, I don't know, six or eight hours and uh, said, yeah, we the company has reached out to us. I think, you know, I think we're going to get some service, you know, here in the next day or so. And sure enough, they, they were they were all over us. Yeah. So <laughs> there are people out there, you know, no one wants their company name trained uh, in social media. You know, if, if if this is a true story, and I'm not doubting Sandra at all, mm-hmm. um, this story needs to be out because I think from what I'm hearing, that it is definitely under warranty. Mm-hmm. So the company needs to stand up. They they need to provide the part and, and so she can have air. Right. So, yeah, right. Is this right. like a part-time place? Are you guys living out there full-time? We live here. We've retired from Greenville and we live here out, out uh, full-time. And I must tell you that my brother, Tony Johnson, um, lives down the road from me, and he and my other brother and my husband and myself built this cabin, and it's awesome. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, yeah except um, for the air conditioner. <laughs> well, no, I, th- I think it's working now, right? <laughs> well, the other side is working fine, and, man, we're about to work them to death. But, um, I mean, like I say, these things work wonderfully. I mean, we didn't. We had when they're working. <laughs> Yes, we have a timber frame, and we didn't want duct work all over the place. So right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good solution yeah, for that. You know, I, I had a cabin, and, and I, you know, we did the same thing. I think it's a great idea. But, um, but yeah, that, that's, that's exactly what I would do. Well, we appreciate you um, calling uh, this morning, Sandra, and uh, yeah, work that social media. You'll be surprised at the results that you uh, that you may get. Uh, let's go ahead and take our first break for the hour. Don and Hernando, please hold on. We're going to come to you as soon as we get out of the break. This is Fix It 101. You can join our conversation this morning by calling one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one 672 7464 If you have a home improvement question, you can also email us at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll have more after the break right here on MPB Think Radio. Hey, this is Larry Morrissey with the Mississippi Arts Commission. I'm one of the hosts of the Mississippi Arts Hour, the arts interview show on Think Radio. Each week, myself or one of my fellow hosts bring you in-depth interviews with different creative Mississippians. We talk with visual artists, musicians, writers, as well as people who help bring the arts to their communities. We hear about how each artist learned their craft and get some insight into their creative process. You can hear the Arts Hour every Sunday at 5 p.m. on Think Radio. Or listen anytime by subscribing to the show through your favorite podcasting app. 
You're listening to Fix It 101 here on MPB Think Radio. I'm Java Chapman filling in for Jason Klein, along with Pam Pipus, Ashley Certified Inspector, Inspector Like a Girl, and Licensed Contractor Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. You can join today's show, one eight seven seven mpb ring That's one eight seven seven six seven two seven four six four. just like Don in Hernando has done. Good morning, Don. How you doing? Doing well, thank you. Yes, sir. How can we help you this morning? Uh, I'm outside right now putting up Tyvek on a, uh, a studio that I'm building for my wife. And my question is, I'm not going to put my, I'm be able to put my siding up for several days. And I was, so I was going to use, I've got it kind of like temporarily stapled along the top and the bottom. And I was going, uh, wanted to know, uh, using those nails with the plastic heads, you know, that they suggest putting uh, yes. Tyvek up with. It's called a, called uh, a button cap. Yeah, the button caps, right. Uh, how should those be put in a really uh, uh, good pattern, or is it just sparsely put across it? Uh, uh, yeah, you know, uh, there's probably some people out there that would have to do a pop a chalk line and get, them, get everything perfect. perfect. And, 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 man, it looks so good. But, no, just. You ain't going to see them. Right. So just, right. just put enough button caps in it that is is going to stay. Yeah. Right. I usually, when I'm running mine, and I did this recently, is I've got one of those staple guns. No, it's not a. It's a hammer staple. Yeah, and yeah. I and I just tacked it up there. Then I came then back. Then come back with now, my button cap. I will. I will tell you this. You need to concentrate more button caps on the top and bottom, and and at openings. That's where your stress point will be. You know, like where you cut out for a window, and there is a proper way to cut out for a window. Um, All right, that's that's my next question then. Okay. (laughs) As far as, uh, you know, I've I've looked online, looked on YouTube, and, you know, they're definitely saying, you know, the X cut is not the way to go, uh, that, you know, to properly flash it, and there's just all kind of different ways. What's your recommendation on flashing the door? Well, yeah, now you are putting a window in it. The best way to do it would, would would be a window pan. Uh, it's a fiberglass. You, you can Google that. You can order a window pan. Um, the doors, I, I'm, I'm not that, um, um, what, no, what's the best way, how's the best way to say this? Um, the, the windows are more important to me. I would do a head flashing and a window pan. Uh, the door, I would probably just do a head flashing on mm-hmm. the door. And I use the tape. I like to tape mine. I like the tape. So I'll come in, and after I've done all my cuts and my flashing, and there's a certain way you want to do it. And also, if you're putting your wrap on horizontal, be sure you put that first. You put the lower one on first. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've done. And lap it over. Yeah. I had, yeah, I had left over from when when our house was built, and this this, uh, particular piece is about 10 feet. Yeah, and I uh, the roll was ten feet tall, and I was able to go th- around the entire uh, building with that one roll. So, and then I, you know, and of course I had a couple of vert, uh, uh, went in the corners. I cut it and, and overlapped it at the corners, and got my, you know, the Tyvek tape and taped it, you know, uh, vertically on those cuts. And but it's a solid piece of uh, Tyvek on all all the way around. See, that's good because yeah. what you're what you want to think about. And this is such an awesome call. Thank you so much for calling in. Is that you have to think about keeping water out. Um, if you're up north, you have to think about snow. 
But here, um, to Jeff's point, if you don't flash and cut that wrap out correctly, you'll have water seeping behind your exterior cladding. What are you going to yeah. put over that? What is, what's going over the topic? What's your exterior cladding going to be? Well, it's just actually five eighths inch uh, plywood, and uh, you know, uh, well, no, it's not even five eighths. I think it's uh, fifteen thirty seconds uh, plywood, and then I'm putting uh, vertical these one by two vertical strips to give it the uh, okay at the at the seams. Uh, He's probably just going to do a decorative. No, okay, you're 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 simulating board and bat. Yeah, right. And I'm going to try to put that. I'm going to try to put one over the seam, and then you know uh, adjust adjust my uh, you know distance between them. You know, uh, but it but, you know as best I can anyway. Right. Four by four by eight sheets of that to go in. Okay. Okay. So your your top plate is eight feet. Um, it is well. You can't, it's on four by uh, four by four post uh, uh, construction. It's above ground. I called y'all about that earlier several weeks ago when I okay. started this. <laughs> so it's on uh, it's on by two by two by twelve. Uh, so the the actual sheathing and the outside is going to the bottom of that uh, two by twelve. So I got the two by twelve plus the eight foot wall. So it's around nine foot, you know, on the outside. Yeah. And plus my gable, I made kind of a higher gable. I got you. I wanted to look more like a building than a shed. Mm-hmm. And so my top of my gable is probably 14 to 15 feet high on the outside. Nice little project you got going there. Ma'am? That's a nice little project you got going there. It's coming along real well. Plus my, uh, uh, we've been collecting, you know, how they're using a lot of the one by eight decking to do, uh, uh, roofs nowadays, at least up here in DeSoto County, they're using that, that one by that eight. Is very, that's right, because of y'all's snow and load is different so anyway, than ours. When they when they did our uh, our house, my wife collected enough of that waste that my 14 by, I've got a shop that's built on the end of the uh, garage, and it's 14 by 20 with 10 foot ceilings. She, she got it, she scarfed up enough of that one by eight stained every piece with four or five different colors of stain and we did we did and we insulated it put the tar paper on top of that and then we did a faux you know shiplap my entire nice very nice so anyway so anyway we're in the we've already scarfed up a lot of uh wood from uh, some uh construction sites and uh and so she we're going to paint it all totally white to do the inside because this is a uh, quilting uh, studio so she wants everything to be white so that her colors show up her colors well. show up you know what i love about what you're doing dawn is that you're you're keeping the landfills a little that, bit cleaner i was cleaner. thinking the same thing That's i was right. just going to ask oh, how, I, how a, easy is it to I'm get it from from sites or whatever. Well, you know, as long as yeah, yeah, <laughs> as long as it's scrap, yeah. we we, uh, we, we yeah, have no you know. problem. You know, I, I don't necessarily. I mean, if it's stacked up nice and pretty, folks, don't go get that. Yeah, well, <laughs> you, you know, and you know, another thing, I just want the uh, listeners to be aware we we don't necessarily like 
people coming on our job sites getting things not 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 that we don't mind you getting them that that's yeah. not that's not the concern the concern is if you get hurt yeah yeah just random walking up yeah, yeah, just, yeah. you know i tripped on a nail <laughs> and now i'm suing you yeah yeah um yeah. That, that that's our concern but but yeah but it's just like pam said um try to Call the person that signs out in the out in the front of the house. Say, hey, can I come by and get some scraps? Okay, I did um, all day long when they were building new was, houses in my neighborhood. Yeah, I mean, I and I just went. I want to be courteous, you know. So I walked up and said, "Listen, when well, you guys could you can I pick up so and so?" And they were the, like, "Yeah, whenever you know." And I just go back in the evenings and throw well, it in the back this, of my truck. This is what's <laughs> going to happen to it if people like Don and his wife don't go pick it up. Yeah, we're going to load it on a trailer, mm-hmm. and we're going to take it to the landfill. To the landfill, just simple as that. Yeah. that that's where it's going. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and there's some awesome materials. Uh, there is a a lot of waste in new construction that we simply we we, we cannot use it. Yeah, we, we can't. And then, can't you can't, and then you can't avoid the waste either. No. You know, yeah, no. it's going to happen. It's going to happen. Don, when, so. you get, when, when, when everything's all said and done, man, please send, send us, us some pictures. Photo. Yeah, we love yeah. we love pictures. Fix it 101 at mpbonline.org is where you can send uh, send, the, send those photos on. Uh, we're going to go ahead and take our next break for the hour. This is MPB Think Radio, Fix It 101. We're helping you with your home improvement and DIY questions um, right now. one 672 7464 is the number you can call. You can also send us an email, fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Uh, 4th, of Ju- 4th of July is coming up. We're going to talk about ways to clean your grill. If you got a grill cleaning hack that you want to share, uh, join the conversation. one 672 7464 We'll have more Fix It 101 after the break. Hello, I'm Dr. Nancy Lotridge-Anderson, president of New Perspectives, a fee-only financial advising firm and co-host of Money Talks. For over 10 years, Money Talks has been answering your personal financial questions and sharing knowledge about money management. Money Talks can be heard Tuesdays at 9 a.m. on MPB Think Radio. Podcasts can be found on our website, money.mpbonline.org, or on your smart device's podcasting platform. You're listening to Fix It 101 here on MPB Think Radio. I'm Java Chapman here with Pam Pipers, Ashley Certified Inspector, Inspected Like a Girl, Licensed Contractor Jeff Simmons from Houseworks. And like most shows, you should really hear the conversations that happen off microphone. <laughs> <laughs> but I did have a question. Um, Don from Hernando, he's doing some wonderful things out there in DeSoto County. But he mentioned Tyvek, and I don't know what that is. Mm, okay. It's just a brand. Ty, yeah, Tyvek is a brand. A, it's a breathable material that we put over our OSB or our foam board. Now that you know OSB is getting so expensive, some of us are using the the old blackboard construction uh, <laughs> or foam foil foil uh, foam along with the OSB. On our corners, you know, in, in so many feet, you have to use OSB for structural reasons. So once that sheathing is put up, then you put your breathable material. And that's the uh, type. And, and we call it house wrap. And well, it, house and wrap. It, yeah, and it, it's breathable. It's usually um, white. Yeah. Uh, 
and it's it's a it's a it's a vapor barrier, if you will, between your exterior whatever um, um, brick um, veneer or um, uh, your siding, your hardy board, or you know c- cypress or whatever you elect to put as your makeup on your house. So yeah, you put that on. You put like you said the makeup, the hardy or the brick yeah. on top of. The yeah. breathable material. Right. Yeah. And okay. breathable, let's talk about that for a second, folks, because I did a I got a call one time about a sunroom that had been added. And they put instead of using the Tyvac <clears throat> or the house wrap that you and Jeff's got this look on his face, he's like, I know what's coming. <laughs> they put black polyplastic. Ooh. Yeah. And that room was eat up with mold. Yep. Yep. Well, it couldn't breathe. It couldn't breathe. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And now talking about breathing, we did get an email um, that I was sharing with you guys earlier um, when it has the the photos, and it was talking about attic spaces. So it says, I have two questions. As you can see, the roof isn't sealed. And I I asked a question about that, but we can get into it. It says, how do we seal up our attic? Second, as you can see, we don't have any insulation in the roof or outside wall. Can I just put insulation in there and visqueen over it? Do I need to put those vents in the roof that go from the ridge all the way down, then insulation and visqueen? Appreciate your response. Absolutely. Under no circumstances are you putting visqueen in your attic. <laughs> there's, 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 there's one place visqueen should be used on your house, and you can't see it because it's under your concrete. Under your concrete, yes. Well, what is this person talking about? Well, well oh, what, is that, what is that thought process? A lot of people think that's the right thing to do. Yeah. Now, look, years and years ago, we, we actually used visqueen. As our vapor barrier, uh-huh. that was a bad, bad idea. Uh-huh. And then we we found out the hard way what yeah, a terrible idea that we, we, is. It's called we, growth. Yeah, <laughs> when you learn. And, and I'm not saying me. I'm saying that's, yeah. that was building 101. Yeah. Uh, but what it did is created a greenhouse. Oh wow! So any moisture that got between um, your brick veneer and the exterior sheathing. Um, instantly would turn into mold. Um, and, and, and I'm going to ask a question. We've all seen these little holes at the bottom of our brick, right? Mm-hmm. Well, those are called weep holes. Weep holes, yeah. And what that is, it's it, it not only weeps moisture, but it, it also your soffit vent. That's why we have this another pur- purpose for a soffit vent. A soffit vent will draw air in. And then it actually falls between the the brick. There's an airspace between your brick veneer and your actual house, um, and it goes out those those weep holes. So there's air constantly turning there. So understand what brick veneer is. Brick veneer is um, simply what it sounds like. It, there is no structural stability to brick veneer. Correct. It's just sitting there looking good. Mm-hmm. It's, just it's, the, it's just it's, your outside it's its cladding. Only purpose. Yeah, all it is is for the pretty. That's right. Now, what does that? What does this person mean when uh, they want to quote unquote seal up their attic? They are, are, I guess, they don't. We don't have any insulation in the roof. Can I put insulation in there? Like, what are they? You. The only place you want to put insulation is next to the living area of the home. 
anywhere else that it's in your attic is just wasted. Right. It, the insulation has to touch the inside wall. And if it doesn't, then you're not getting any use out of it. The photograph that I'm looking at shows maybe a gable roof, and they want to insulate that outside gable. If you want to spend your time doing that, knock yourself out, but you have not accomplished anything. That's right. <laughs> now, yeah, because it's it's non-conditioned space. Just like if you go up in your attic and uh, – um, you're walking around. Let's say you're going to your furnace. You see insulation everywhere except over o- the garage, o- over the garage, <laughs> and over your porches. You're you're not insulating anything there. You're, you're not doing because that is not conditioned space. Yeah. Now sometimes, and I'm a big uh, advocate of this. I like to insulate between floors. I'm not doing it for energy. I'm doing it for sound. For no, for noise. Right. Okay. Because now I'm insulating between conditioned spaces. That does no good. Like if you took your interior of your house, let's say you wanted to insulate the master uh, suite, if you will. We, we do that, but we do it for soundproofing and not for energy savings because I'm inside the... The living area. So you're putting it on the interior walls and on your master. Yes. So that yes. it's quiet. That's right. Quiet now, in that room. The other question was, I don't see insulation in my rafters. Yeah. Well, n- now again, you are insulating something that is non-living space. If we go back to the Doug Rye theory. Is, is he still living? No, he's dead. Okay, he's, he lived yeah. in Arkansas, but man, he was a the co- the talk of caulk. Yeah, he, I used to love. <laughs> he was that. awesome. If you can I, look up some I, of his stuff, and oh yeah, he I, was I didn't great. agree with all of his stuff, which is which is okay. We don't have yeah. to agree with each other. He was a little other. overboard on some stuff, but he wanted to insulate the entire home. So he wouldn't he wouldn't put any insulation on your sheetrock in your attic. On your on your ceiling, right. he wouldn't put any insulation there. He would go put it on the roof, on the rafters. Mm. Was he spraying, or was he putting bad insulation? I up think there? it was spray. Yeah, um, yeah. And I see that. I mean, if you're gonna, and to your point, Jeff, if they want to seal their attic, they need to talk to somebody about foam. But if you're retrofitting foam. You better make sure they know what they're doing because you can mess a house up well, so fast. You, you can get it so tight that your gas appliances are not going to work. Your your gas water heater, your furnace, your 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 uh, furnace. You, that, when you do that, you have to pump fresh air into that house. You do. So, and I actually I don't mind foam on new construction, but this retrofitting stuff. Yeah, if you do it wrong, you have really created a problem and i don't think gas period needs to be in a sealed house and it well and then chances are your heat and air system is not going to work it's not going to work right so no. because because now you're not bringing any fresh air in yeah you're too so going back to the to the email yeah, the that question. we had and the question and the pictures and our viewers can't see the pictures Folks, if you go up in your attic and you look around, you're going to see light coming in in certain places. Of course. You're just going to. And that's normal. That's just yes. normal. Because <laughs> I you're think just, that little daylight coming through kind of spooked them. Don't well, panic around you, that. You're going to see it. If you will go in your attic and you ha- you should have continuous ridge vent 
I like that better than a than a, a whirly bird or a power attic vent. You you look straight up. You want to see some daylight. You better see light <laughs> because that roof again. You have gable vents. You have soffit vents, and you have roof venting. You want air circulating just like the brick. Weepole story, you want air circulating between the brick and the sheathing. In your attic, you want air circulating coming in the gable vent, for instance, and going out the continuous ridge vent. So if you're looking around, it kind of looked like on this photograph, if you get up in your attic and you're standing on the, you're standing up in your attic and you look around the bottom edges, you should see light. Yes. Because that's where your soffit vents are. Sometimes you will see at a flashing penetration, because the flashing itself may have a ridge in it, you may see a little light there. If you look at the top, sometimes you might see a little bit of light, even if you don't have a ridge vent, you may see a little bit of light going across the ridge where maybe a shingle has worn you know, if you're not getting water in there, then don't worry about you're it. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes, and, and Jeff and I've had this conversation around your venting for your furnace. That is a metal vent going up to a metal boot with a metal sleeve on it. Sometimes when you look up there, you can see a little bit of light coming mm-hmm. in. As long as it's not leaking and you're not get, getting any water that's coming in, then... Go back downstairs and have some well, iced tea. Think, 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 about, think about what you're doing. That that is called a rain cap and collar. That's the that's the detail of that of that trim. Uh, and think about what you're doing. You are running a pipe through that roof, surrounded by a wood product, OSB or one by six decking. That pipe gets hot because it has a flame running through it. You cannot have a combustible material touching that pipe. So that's why we do a rain cap and collar. And sometimes what they'll do is they'll put a heat-resistant polycaulk on it or something, but it's got to be heat-resistant. If you just use something off the shelf, you're going to get in trouble. Now, sometimes what you'll see, too, if you look around your plumbing vents, and I wish I could create the plumbing boot that would not deteriorate with the ultraviolet. Man, I would retire right and I'd go buy a boat like Jeff's. I mean, those things, what is the, What are they made out of, Jeff? Uh, poly. Uh, rubber? Yeah. Are they rubber? Yeah. 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 And the squirrels eat them and is the it, sun it, eats them up. Say something and, that'll last. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the, the life expectancy. And again, when you purchase a home, the, that comes with maintenance. Yep. So there you go. The the life expectancy of a roof boot, I think, is about five years. Yeah, the your li- shingles. Even if your shingles are thirty years, your boot's only five. That, that's right. So <laughs> so it's it's not just I buy a brand new house and I'm done. No, I buy a brand new house and I maintain it. Meaning flower beds. I, I this nothing nothing gets me more upset. I'm I sell a brand new house. Homeowner, if it's got a weed in it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not happening. Get the weed out. You drive by the house 30 days later, it's full of weeds. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, well Okay, go ahead. I know we got somebody oh, saying. We, 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 got, off a, we got off in Jeff a rabbit hole Jeff and I could somehow. just go on and y'all on did. and y'all, on. Y'all, y'all took the wheel, and I was <laughs> like, <laughs> Jason's <laughs> probably, he's probably slamming the radio right now. Y'all shut up. Get shut to the caller. Get to the caller. And our caller this uh, after this morning Poor right John. now is John, John in Mobile. How you doing, John? Good morning. 
Uh, good morning. Uh, this is going to be a podcast I'm going to want to download. But uh, I had a question about an old my old water heater and energy saving. The uh, water heater is an A.O. Smith installed no later, I think, than about 2007. Okay. Well, during the heat wave last week, um, I bethought me to turn the uh, heat setting uh, on the water heater back to pilot because, you know, you don't need hot water. So um, I wanted to know, is there any hazard in just having the pilot light heating water, which it, it seems to do a little bit? Um, yeah, you know, I, I don't really think the pilot light's going to heat much water, but you're not doing any damage. No, uh, not that, not that, not that I can. Uh, you don't want to take a hot shower, John. I, there's a, there's a, there's a mode. That was my question. You, you should have, John. You should have on that dial now that I've I've had tankless water heaters for so long that I'm. I'm there should getting, be a I'm, vacation I'm trying, setting. That's what I'm thinking. You should have a a vacation setting. I would put it on vacation. Okay. I was concerned that maybe there was some kind of uh, chemical protection provided by the heat or something. Well, no. That my, uh, my only knee-jerk right now is, is he creating some sort of moisture? Maybe, probably not. No. No. Because no. it would the, create more with a flame than without a flame. Yeah, you really uh, don't want to turn the flame off because, you know, especially on an 07, trying to get that yeah, thing relit any, anything, may be a little tough. Anything could get down in those... Uh, those jets I, I would put it on vacation mode I, I think i really would and then what that vacation mode is going to do that 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 heater is going to come on uh at some point so i think i would go vacation mode you is, may need to as a pilot no sir i, I missed that question is the vacation mode the same thing as the pilot? No. I don't. I don't think so. Pilot setting is if you're going to try to light the pilot. Yeah, I have a, a tank uh, water heater at home, and we have the vacation setting. Yeah. It's next to the pilot. I don't know if well, on yeah. my thermostat we have a, a Honeywell little control thing, right. and yeah. it has the vacation right next to the pilot, and then you can go up one and make it hot and hotter and hot. You know, some folks what they'll do is if they've got a a larger home and they've got two water heaters and nobody's living on the other side of the house they will actually go and turn that water heater on vacation just don't forget if you get company or you know i got any hot water over there but you know i don't know it's pennies on the dollar that you're going to save with gas oh okay i mean you're just not yeah. gas is just not that expensive if it was electric I would. I don't know if you get a vacation setting I on electric. It. Well, yeah, you, you're not. I don't think you're. I don't think you're saving that much. Now, I will. I will suggest this. It's an 07. Um, everything is time dated, including us. Um, I think I would consider a tankless. Yeah. Uh, when when it's time to switch that out, if you could on your location, I I, de- I definitely second that. I've been looking at them. Okay, thank you very much. It's sure. Mind at ease. Good. Uh, well, we appreciate you uh, calling in, John, this morning. And uh, I guess uh, a few minutes we have left. Speaking of vacation, does anybody have any Fourth of July plans coming up? Yes. Are you going? Hey, let, me, let, me, let me guess. Let me guess, Jeff. You going? You going to the boat? I'm going. Well, yeah, but we've we've got a big we've got a big Fourth plan this year. My youngest son turns 21. Uh oh. Good so, times, good times. Yeah, so we will be in Orange Beach um, 
for that, and um, his birthday's on the fifth, so we will we will celebrate that, and then on the eighth. I think I'm right on this these days. Seven, eight, and nine, or eight, nine, ten. Since we will be so close to Pensacola, the Blue Angels are doing their air show. Okay. So we will take the boat out there and, and watch the rehearsal shows, and then watch the big show on on Saturday or Sunday, whenever. That sounds cool. Um, so I've yeah, noticed. that's that's our that's our fourth plan. I've only awesome. seen those on uh, on what like the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're awesome. I saw them in California one time. It's it's a it's an awesome show. Well, I I don't have any plans around the fourth. I usually try to hang pretty close to the house because I've got pets. Okay, and so I'm trying to keep everybody calm. Um, including myself, whenever the neighborhood kids get get going, my vacations will be later in the summer. I like to go north in August. I understand. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. That's, that's not a bad that sounds plan. like a nice, yeah, a so nice I'm, way to set it up. <laughs> I'm going to wait. And a little bit of history here. I actually used to work for the city of Ridgeland and was in charge of that balloon glow that Celebrate America Balloon Glow. Yeah, that's coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, and that's coming nice. up Friday night. And you know, I, I laugh and laugh. Some of the the maintenance guys hate. That event. It's a hard event to work. I bet. It's a hard event. So I'm riding down my road the other day and I saw Tim, who still works over there, and I was like, hey man, how's it going? He goes, oh, it's balloon glow week. <laughs> <laughs> he was not happy. But if the, you know, if this weather kind of holds, that'll be a nice little event with yeah, fireworks. You know, that's always a fun on event. On Friday night. Yeah, folks. absolutely. Yeah, it's they've a fun done event. A, City of Ridgeland has done an excellent job with that event through the years. So. Yeah, um, a good family, a good family good time family too. Family event, event. and I'm sure the there there are other things going on um, around town. So there'll be a lot of fireworks going on. Yeah, if this the city weather doesn't get us, fireworks yeah, show. I know. So we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, it's it's, it's a good thing. Me and my uh, wife, we're actually going to take a trip, sands the kids. So um, I think we're going to have a good time. <laughs> oh, you're taking the kids or you're not taking the kids? We're not taking the kids. Oh, awesome. Uh-oh. There you go. Yeah, we, get a, <laughs> we get a break. We get, we get a break. A break. <laughs> <laughs> well, this has been a great show, man. Uh, I appreciate you guys, Pam and Jeff, for letting me um, play around yeah, this morning. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with us, John. Yeah, you know. So this is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. That's Fixing 101. You can... Uh, Tune in this Saturday for the rebroadcast coming up at 9 o'clock, right before the Gestalt Gardener at 10. Uh, next week, our fearless leader, Jason Klein, he shall be back unless he's having a great, too good of a time during vacation. But for Pam Pipes, Jeff Sammons, I'm Java Chapman. You can stay tuned um, for Wednesday, 10 a.m. program, Everyday Tech with Jay White coming up next. And tune in next Wednesday for more Fixing 101, only on MPB Think Radio.